Uh, welcome back to episode three of the Time Sync podcast. I'm your co-host Hamza. I'm the other co-host Amoldi. Did I haven't change my name yet? Excellent, excellent. And uh, what are we going to talk about today, Amoldi? Let's find out. Yeah. So Amoldi, have you heard of something called a cable? Just wondering. You mean that thing that's dead? Yes, I've heard of it. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, is it dead? Well, that's another discussion. But my question is, um, did you have cable while you were growing up? And no, the answer is easy. No, I had no cable, no dish, no nothing. I had public broadcasting. That's all I had. Public broadcasting. Okay. What is? Okay. Can you explain really quickly what that means? What it means to have cable, and not have cable? Cable means you get all the good channels as a kid. Oh, savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so I had, when I was a kid, I had cable for like a little bit. And then I remember my parents were like, oh, you watch way too much TV. So then they killed it. And then after a while, it came back or something. I don't know the full details, but I remember watching Disney Channel, basically. And uh, Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. And uh, yeah. All the good stuff. Yeah, but you still had, you still had, what is this? Said? PBS, right? You still have PBS. It's pretty, you know what I'm saying? That's true. So you, so you basically grew up with cable. You had access to like all... The high budget shows, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I asked the opposite of my experience. I had public broadcasting. My sources of entertainment in terms of television were PBS Kids. There was this channel called Cubo, which is just like slightly above. The audience is slightly above PBS Kids. And you had the best of them all, Saturday morning cartoons, which had the shows on Disney Channel and stuff public, publicly broadcasted for one day of the week. Saturday mornings. So what what channel is that? The Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, it's different for like it's it's probably region to region. Okay, okay. And so okay, so give me can you give us examples on on some PBS shows that you used to watch or or some of your favorite shows that you got to watch? Oh, favorite shows on PBS Kids. Oh, okay. So I got. I'm gonna forget a bunch. I'm like I'm gonna they're all gonna start coming back to me over the course of this episode. But like, I love Miami Girl, Petrus Ruff Ruffman, Cyber Chase. Everybody knows Arthur. Ah, uh, Arthur. Arthur, yeah. Yeah, I watched all those shows too. So I I watched uh, Sesame Street too. Okay, I never watched Sesame Street. That's kind of interesting. Everyone watches that. I never watched it. Uh, so I watched all these shows like Arthur and Code Lyoko and all these good ones. But I also watched like Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place, Fairly Odd Parents, SpongeBob. You know. Yeah, so Code Lyoko wasn't a public broadcasted show. Code Lyoko wasn't. No, it was kind of work. Oh, oh, Cyber Chase, Cyber Chase, that's the one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know what? They they look the same, dude. They're similar. They look all right. They look nothing alike. The premises are similar esque of going to a digital world, which is like a super common thing in early two thousand shows. But they look nothing alike. Uh, it's close enough, dude. It's close enough. No, it's not. It's close. It's all blurs. You know, when you're a kid, it's all blurs down there. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, true. It's true. When you look back on a show and you go back and watch it again. It's like, hmm, this is not what I remember it being. Yeah, what about, uh, oh yeah, so there's a lot of good shows on Cartoon Network, uh, but you never had Cartoon Network either, right? No, I didn't have anything, I said no cable. And you never got that uh, later on? You never you never went back to watch those kind of shows? Like, maybe, like... Um... Here's the thing, I did technically grow up with them, because when I, when, when I was growing up, the internet was still kind of a newish thing, right? It was more synonymous, like, more used, but it was still, like, not something that people cared too much about. And so you could go to the Cartoon Network website and the Nickelodeon website and the Disney Channel website and they usually had like full episodes on there. Really? It would be a random selection, but yeah, they'd be up there. 
isn't it like nowadays you have to like have a subscription or something and they check that and then yeah exactly i remember like i just remember like one day i went to the website i went to the video section and they asked me to put in the, to like sign in with your cable provider i was like it's over now i've lost it all so what shows did you watch then when through the internet through online uh, pretty much every, all of them so you still watch them yeah i did but like the thing was you couldn't pick what episodes you wanted to watch because it was just a, it was always a random selection of shows and a random selection of episodes. So almost always, whenever I have a conversation about like cartoon, uh, cartoons you watch as a kid, if somebody mentions a show, I'll have watched it. If they mention an episode, I probably hadn't watched it because I just got such a random like like a uh, pop theory almost of all the different episodes. Yeah, it's the same here. I mean, I didn't really. I didn't really hunt down specific episodes or anything. Whatever, whatever episode was coming on the television at the time, I was just watching it, you know, just chilling. Uh, but is there was there a was there a specific reason that you didn't have cable? Like, were your parents like, oh, cable is like poisons the mind or something, or it was just? It was just my parents just didn't think it was worth the cost for just for me to watch more TV. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I remember we did get cable for a very small window of time because my parents wanted to get the uh, international channels. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, so they wanted to watch like Indian things, right from India. So like you know, ZTV, Sony India, those kind of things. So we had, for, but even then they, they didn't think the cost was worth the channels, so they dropped it like after like, a couple weeks. Oh wow, okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I think we tried that too, but I don't remember any of the details. So, yeah. But I remember, I remember like looking back. Oh, I really liked the show, like SpongeBob. Or I really liked Wizards of Waverly Place, and then. Or Zoe 101, you know, these big names. And then, like, nowadays when we're bigger, um, sometimes these shows, some of them are still running. Like, Smart is still running, for instance. Or is it? I'm pretty sure. Arthur's still going. Oh, yeah. Arthur's still going, which is pretty insane. New episodes. Have you have you seen New Arthur, by the way? No, I haven't watched Arthur in, like, so long. It, this is, like, a common trend where if you go back and, like, if shows that have been going on for a long time, the animation style almost always changes. So you can see when they went from hand-drawn to uh, digital and then some of them went to like flash animation you could you could like you can it's cool to see that change you may not like it or you may dislike it or like it but you can see it's really it's actually very interesting to see like cyber chase if you watch it like the modern episode versus an older episode the characters move a bit differently same thing with arthur they all move a bit differently than they used to right right but i was gonna say like for other shows like you know Zoe 101 specifically like after a long period of time like the actors sometimes they come back and i remember they they had like a little coming back they're like oh yeah we're gonna do it again and the whole big thing is gonna happen again because in the show Zoe 101 they had like this they buried like a time capsule right and they're like oh we're gonna come back to it, like 10 years later or something and i think in reality it was like around that it was around that much time when they came back and of course they were much older and they pretended to go get the time capsule and stuff. I don't remember that the little. It wasn't even that long, but it was like a tiny clip. Uh, but I just thought it was interesting how they like brought it back from the dead almost. That's interesting. That's like a problem with, like not a problem, but it's like a consequence of having live action shows, is that they they feel they have a shorter lifespan because the actors are gonna age and they're gonna probably move on to other things. Yeah, I was gonna say, and especially for for children. Children grow through puberty like like this, like super fast, and then all of a sudden their their voice changes. They get taller. They look different. They don't look like that that kid anymore. So you, you got to be like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah, but animated shows obviously don't have that problem. With animated shows, I mean, most voice actors for children in shows aren't played by children. Right, right, right. So you don't have to worry about the voice acting changes or anything like that. It's just like 
I think Timmy Turner is voiced by uh, her name Tara Strong, I believe, famous voice actress. Sure. Right? But yeah, Timmy Turner is like voice acted by a girl because she has the higher pitched voice. And you don't have to worry about them going through puberty and like their voices changing drastically. Yeah, so that's, that's a really nice convenience uh, that animated shows have. But then animated shows take a long time to produce too because like you gotta draw all that stuff. You gotta you gotta. I always felt like animating stuff takes takes a long time. Even though I'm sure directing and getting all these cast members and stuff like that takes a long time too, but yeah, I can't I can't imagine the the workload required for animation. I imagine it costs more too in the long run, probably. Unless the actors are so famous that they're paying them like millions of dollars or whatever, right? Then I feel like. Mm. But I feel like it's safe to say that animated shows probably do financially better when they do good. Is that safe to say? <laughs> Have you? I haven't seen any animated show or or movie or whatever that's as famous as a live action one. Well, I'm talking about like cartoons, or like kids shows. Yeah, I know. I'm not talking about cartoons. Kids shows. I feel like when a kid when a kid's animated show does well, I feel like it probably does better than when a live action one does well. Maybe it's just me. Maybe that's also because like I have a bias because I love animation way more than like live action. It was a kid. I watched a lot more animated shows than I ever watched of uh, live action ones. So it could be like my bias bleeding in. Yeah, I can't imagine some shows being, animated shows being very popular. But surely there's more animated, sorry, surely there's more live action shows than there are animated shows. I'm just assuming that. Yeah, but that's because it costs, because I imagine it's it's difficult to make. Or it's difficult to make and it probably costs a little bit less. So I'm just assuming that, I don't know, I don't know. It's a good question to have. It's a good question. Had you ever heard of Cubo before? Uh, before you told me it, no, but I do. Th- I think I'm pretty sure I remember looking at the channel before, like when I was a child. But I just it just went through my mind. I never heard of it, kind of. Yeah, Cuba had some great shows. I think it's Canadian owned. Okay. Now they just had a bunch of Canadian shows on there. Like, there were a lot of shows I think a lot of people hadn't heard of. Like. Like uh, Jacob Tutu. Yeah, never heard of that. Okay, Jane and the Dragon. Jane and the Dragon. Jane or J. Jane, J A N E. That's that does sound a little familiar. Uh, Kakala. No idea. Oh, there's some other ones. Azula Patrol is a weird example because it was both on PBS and Kibo. Hmm. One interesting thing I like that I I realized because of Zula Patrol is the fact I never picked up on it until Zula Patrol came on and I I noticed the differences between the PBS broadcasted version and the Kibo broadcasted version. Is PBS doesn't have ads and I never registered. Oh yeah, they have yeah they have those weird mini things where like they're teaching some kids or something like that, right? Exactly. But between the episodes, like between show one and show two, they have like little snippets of like you know teaching kids something like that. But there's no advertisements. Yo, dude, the advertising, the advertising education, my dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. They aren't selling you anything. Uh, I'm not sure about that one, but. But uh, Bank Cubo. In the middle of the episode, there'll be an ad. And I noticed that because... So, how do they handle that with Zulu Patrol? In Zulu Patrol, you have an episode. The episode has, like, a middle point. Typically a cliffhanger kind of thing. Or if it's a show... Sometimes the episodes were, like... You know how some shows are two 11-minute segments as opposed to one 22-minute episode? Yeah, yeah. Like SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, Fairly Odd Yeah, so... What they would do is between those episodes, in Cubo, it would just play an ad. A couple minutes of ads. 
But on PBS, they actually, I don't know if they, if they got them to make new stuff or if they made it themselves. They had, like, the Zulu Patrol characters watching a documentary, essentially. And they would, like, re- they would respond to the documentary, like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. And they would go back to the episode. Yeah, it sounds like a loophole. Wait, well, wait hang on a second. I just remember that you watched Phineas and Ferb. Was that something that you watched after? Because that, that was on Disney, that was on Disney something, right? Disney Channel, yeah. Yeah, Disney Channel. So it's like... So how did you watch that then? Uh, as a kid, like I said, it would, that was a lot of the episodes I watched before the show you provider to be allowed to watch it. And a lot of them I just watched on YouTube. So I was like a kid, I was just going on YouTube and just searching when they come up. They were on YouTube? Yeah, because, you know, this is like the early days of the internet. It was kind of like a... Oh, it's like nowadays you upload anything slightly related to Disney at all, immediately flagged, immediately destroyed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're very good at that. Also, you know, a, a kid... Free to use the internet. He doesn't care about legal concerns. He just Google searches, watch Phineas and Ferb online, and he clicks wherever links come up, even if it costs your credit card number. Are you? Is that a confession or something? No, I didn't. I didn't. I never gave. Away, I, I have yet to somehow screw me or my family over by giving away my credit card number online. I have not done that yet. Hopefully that stays. But I was gonna say, um, of course the kid doesn't care. But what I meant is like, um, the the company that's running the stuff probably cares which is which is what youtube does right but i was saying like like i would i would watch i would just go to google and like whatever shady website comes up i don't think that shady website cares about copyright laws is what i'm getting at oh okay yeah no for sure if it's a shady website but you said youtube so i was like okay youtube specifically yeah youtube was like my go-to but like sometimes you just want to find it you go to google and you'd be like oh check out this channel that has like the most shadiest looking url in the world they have the episodes cool yeah these kids need to be taught proper internet like etiquette not even etiquette like they need to be very careful on the internet is what i'm saying absolutely i'm I'm amazed i got out of that without like somehow ruining something horrible yeah or like you get like a you get hacked or something i don't know dude weird websites out there i mean i've seen things as, as a kid i probably shouldn't have seen as a kid that's for sure 100 100 yeah 100 oh what were you what, what were like your experience with, like shows what are your favorite like shows you like you look back on fondly if any uh yeah fondly like, like i said i look back on like spongebob before it got ruined Ooh. uh fairly odd parents before it got ruined Ooh. <laughs> uh i remember watching a lot of uh and i'm, I'm of course i'm gonna forget a lot too but I, I remember watching a lot of like hannah montana sweet life on deck sweet life of zach and cody. cody yeah zach, zach and cody and on deck and then um what else what, there was wizard really place one of my favorite shows so there's tons of cool shows that I used to watch as a kid. Too many, probably. Did you have a preference between live action versus animation, or did you just watch whatever you liked? I watched whatever was good. Didn't have any preference at all. Uh, but I think most of the shows that I watched when I was a kid were live action. So it's not it's not even that they were animated at all. And even now, like, do I have a preference between anime and live action? It's really just it just depends on my mood. It's not I don't have a real preference anymore. No, I'm I'm a I was a wholehearted animation kid. Even now, I still would prefer I prefer animation over live action content in general. Mm. But there's just so much live action stuff that I enjoy it too. I wouldn't say like I dislike live action, but man, when animation is done well, I love it so much. Yeah, when animation is done well and it's been given the time and production quality, then yeah, it's great. But a lot of the shows that you, that are watching that and animation stuff, I can I can I can tell that you know, it could have been done better, but they had to like you know it's, they don't have all the money in the world. But for live action shows, it's kind of like, eh, it's live action. What can you say? So it doesn't doesn't seem as bad, uh, in my opinion, at least. I distinctly remember the reason I watched 
as much Lizzie McGuire as I did was because I had those cartoon segments in between. Oh yeah, I watched Lizzie McGuire too. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, that was that was that was really cool. That was pretty cool. We should one day just go through like a Wikipedia page of like old shows and see the ones that we, like you forgot Lizzie McGuire until I mentioned it. We're probably forgetting a bunch of shows that we just had because no one's mentioned them recently. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, Disney Channel had a lot of shows that were they they showed and then they got canceled or something. So I'd only see like a little bit of it. Or maybe not canceled, but they just stopped. And they also had another channel called Disney XD. So I watched like a lot of Power Rangers. I'm not sure if it's on XD, but just a lot of Power Rangers in general. I remember there was a show called Aaron Stone, and I have no idea. Yeah, it's such a like no one has probably heard of it, but it. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, "Whoa, it's so cool!" Aaron Stone, he's like a spy kind of guy or something, something like that. I don't even remember the full premise. Like an Agent Cody Bank situation. Exactly, like he's just a kid, normal, like living his normal life, and then one day, uh, he gets this special suit and becomes, you know, Aaron Stone. You know what I'm saying? And then he like fights bad guys. I don't know why they need a kid to do that, but that that was the basic premise, right? But here's the thing, though. Um, I remember seeing that show and it just disappeared just as fast as it came. So I was like, where did it go? And just recently I was looking up like, okay, what happened in the show and whatnot. And I saw they only had like a, like an, a season and maybe a little bit more. I don't remember the exact number. And when I started watching it again, I was like, how did I watch this? Cause it's like, <laughs> it's, it's so cringy and so strange, you know, the way they talk. That's not how high schoolers talk. So I was like, uh, okay. I think that's the major reason why I can't go back and watch any of the live action stuff, specifically live action. Like my... Uh, people, like, I had cousin come over once, and they were watching. Do uh, you know the show Kicking It? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's like a relatively recent Disney Channel, I think Disney Channel live action show. And it was like it's obviously after my time when I stopped watching Disney Channel and stuff. But it's clearly not aimed at my demographic, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I remember they watched it, and I saw them watching like, the first episode, or, like early season one, and like I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. It like it made me just like. I don't want to be harsh, but like clearly these people aren't good, great at what they do, whoa, which is acting. Whoa, whoa. They weren't great actors. Hang on a second. They were young, so you can't blame them. But like they obviously had like they were rough around the edges. But then I I asked because the cousins were staying over for a while, and they started watch. I got walking on them watching like season three or something like later on into the show, further on, and I found myself actually like laughing and enjoying the show because they they got better at it as the show went on. Yeah, maybe. I, I remember the same thing happened to me when I was watching, like, Jesse and Austin and Ali. Like, these shows seem cringe to me in the beginning, but they're actually not terrible. And, yeah, you like you said, through time, they get older and they get they get better at what they do. So that's for sure. That's for sure true. I bet that doesn't happen with uh, animated shows as much because typically the cast isn't children. Or they're usually, like, pretty prolific voice actors and stuff involved. Yeah, I guess. I don't really know anything about voice actors because they're, like, they're, like, hidden behind the screen, right? So... I have no idea. Like you, you recommended to me to watch Shaolin Showdown. Right, right. Well, yeah, that's one of my favorite shows, by the way. I don't know why. I totally forgot that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you ever told me that you love the show so much? Do you know who the voice actor for Raymundo is? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all, right? It's Tom Kenny. Don't know who that is either. Voice actor of SpongeBob. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah. The same guy who voices Raymundo voices SpongeBob. Like that was like I I was looking at the show and I saw I was like. Why didn't Spider Hamza mention this? And I remember, oh yeah, you don't know voice actors at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't search up uh, who acted this person. Nah, 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 nah. I'm actually, I'm actually really interested in this stuff. It's always fun to see. I'm actually pretty terrible at recognizing voice actors, mostly because most voice actors are good at what they do, act and like, change their voice and stuff. But some voice actors have like a, a like a specific style that you instantly recognize. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, do you remember uh, uh, Cusco's new group? Oh, yeah, the Emperor. The Emperor's new group. Yeah, another really good show. Yeah. Do you remember Kronk's voice? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
he has like such a that I I forget the actor's name. I feel so bad fucking saying his name. But he has like such a distinct voice that whenever I see him in anything else, I recognize him immediately. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he just reminded me like he was in Kim Possible too. Also another one of my favorite shows. But he was, and you could tell his voice is the same as the Emperor's New Groove. By the way, the name is a uh, uh, Patrick Warburton. That's it. Okay, excellent. And I was gonna say the same thing for anime. Uh, there's like certain anime voice actors that you can just recognize. It doesn't really matter uh who what what they're voicing, but it's really obvious. Like for instance, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard of Naruto. Like in Naruto, there's a guy called Sasuke, and his voice actor like it's super recognizable whenever he's voicing something. Like oh, this is Sasuke, like from a different anime. That's a cool little tidbit. Does that take you out of it when you notice that or no? Because I usually don't mind it, but I know some people like they get upset when like they recognize the actor and they start seeing the actor instead of the actual character. That's a great question dude and i've been thinking about that the sasuke thing really kind of because i okay so by the way um sasuke is just a character in naruto but i saw the same voice actor in a, in one piece and that guy it was so weird because in the beginning i was like okay he's just supposed to be a terrible character but i just can't i couldn't like detract the voice from sasuke's kind of image so kind of it, it did it did feel a little different is what i'd say but that, happen, that happens for live action stuff too like you know people will say like tony stark's the, uh, Tony Stark, like the actor for Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., right? Like he acts very similar in a lot of uh, roles. That kind of like cocky, confident kind of person, right? Uh, so that's kind of his like style. It's kind of difficult to tell whether he's being Tony Stark, whether he's being, you know, something else. I don't know. Can you name anything else that Robert Downey Jr. was in? Like okay, like Sherlock Holmes, for instance. Okay. Right? All right. So there, I mean, but I mean, there's other examples of actors that are like this, like The Rock, for instance. He just plays himself in every single role, right? There's tons of these actors that are like that. Now, now you mentioned Rock, I have to ask you. Have you watched the Jumanji movies? Yeah, the oh, the Jumanji movies? Yes, I watched the first one of The Rock. Wait. That was with The Rock. Yeah. Okay. The old Jumanji movies, I watched. Yeah, I, well, there's only one, right? There's only one. Yeah, I watched that one movie with, with uh, Robin Williams, and then I watched Zathura. It's kind of like Jumanji, but in space. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I watched one of the new Jumanjis. I think there's another one coming out, right? Or it already came out? It already came out. It already came out. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. I didn't really like it too much. You didn't like it that much? It was it was okay, but it was very... um, It was weird. I don't know. Mm. My my opinion was that... It's, first of all, it was, it was a surprise because my little sister... I have a little sister, right? I don't know if I mentioned that. I mentioned that at some point. But... But, uh... She... Saw the trailers for the Jumanji movie with The Rock... And like she watched, she's like, she knows the premise from the trailer. She understood the premise. And when we recently we decided to go wa- back and watch all the Jumanji movies, because I never watched the Rock ones. Oh, okay. So I thought, okay, let's watch the original and then watch the other two. And I was surprised when my, when she, she was, I was surprised that she was surprised that you don't go into the board game. Wait, can you say that again? You were surprised that she was surprised? I was surprised that she was surprised that you don't go into the board game. Because the whole premise of the. Yeah, because it's with the Rock one is a video game. Yeah, the Rock one's a video game, but you go into the video game. You go yeah. into it. You embody different characters and stuff. And you go into the world of Jumanji. Yeah. Right. In the original movie with Robin Williams, that doesn't happen. Things come to the real world. That's like the whole gimmick. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, I, I just didn't realize that. Of course, somebody who never watched the original and probably didn't know much about it would just assume that the original movie slash game was about going into some other world and fighting there. Oh, okay, okay. I think I see what you're saying here. So you were surprised that she was surprised, though. That, that, <laughs> that was interesting. You expected her to know this already? Yeah, I kind of did, yeah. I, I assumed that she at least knew that 
Jumanji is a board game where things happen in the real world. The game affects the real world. But of course, it makes, obviously it makes sense in hindsight. That because she's only seen like the Jumanji trailers for the rock one, where they go into the game. That she would assume that even though the old one was a board game, you go into the board game. Oh, I see. I see. The, I see the problem. But even inside the old, even inside the old Jumanji, there is a. You could still go inside Jumanji, like like remember yeah. remember that yeah. That's how the starts. Yeah, like Robin Williams was inside that forest or whatever the jungle for like a very long time. He was in Jumanji. Yeah, in Jumanji. So exactly. So it is possible, but it wasn't like the main focus of that movie. You probably didn't pick up on it. Is that? There was a I want I don't want to say subtle. There was a callback to the first original Jumanji movie in the, uh, Rock one. Okay. It was, it's not subtle because once you know it, it's super obvious. But you may not realize what they were talking about. Like you can, you might have realized it was a reference, but you didn't realize what the reference to. Okay, just explain the reference, my goodness. All right, in this I guess spoilers for Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. I don't know, but there's a scene. Where a character basically has like a, he has like the Robin Williams experience where he gets trapped in the game for a very long time, and eventually somebody else comes and starts the game up and joins him, and it turns out that guy was living in this like this house this like hut somebody had built in the in the jungle, and he and they ask him hey what's what's up with the name Alan Parrish on the wall? Oh yeah, that must be. He, he replies like, oh, that's the original, the guy who made the house. I've just been living in this house the entire time. And like, it's super obvious that that's clearly a reference to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you might be able to piece together where this is going. But it's specifically a reference to the original Jumanji because Darwin Williams' character was Alan Parrish. The guy gets stuck in there for years. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's pretty, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that Alan Parrish even lived, to be honest. That's insane. He was a kid when he got in there. Yeah. He had no jungle experience or anything. And he was able to learn all this stuff and, and not die or not of anything. It's crazy. They have yet to address what happens if you die in Jumanji. And then, like, so what happens if you die in Jumanji and then someone finishes the game? What happens? Uh, That's a great question that I don't know. I assume that because like, when the game ends, you go back in time to like, when the game started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I assume I assume that the person who died just comes goes back into their body and just doesn't, doesn't know what happened like afterwards, after so, they died. So even, even though he died, he didn't actually die. Yeah. It's a very optimistic... It's a very optimistic way to look at it. Listen, I know I th- I agree. <laughs> I like I like to believe in like optimistic fiction. Yeah, I agree because at the end of that movie, like they literally, when the, when the game ended, they all went back to when Alan was a kid, right? Yeah. And he was still, and nothing happened. They kind of just dumped that game away. Yeah. But you know what? You know what I really liked inside the first Jumanji and the second Jumanji, I think also had something like this. But like the board game itself made like some kind of heartbeat, you know? Yeah, it has the drum. It has the drum. Yeah, it kind of enticed people to to want to look at it to take. I, that's that's one really good feature uh, that I like about that. One cool thing I liked about the Welcome to the Jungle one. This is now become a Jumanji podcast. The the one that I liked was that I, when in the, the movie begins with someone picking up the board game, and what I thought was gonna happen was somebody somebody was gonna make a video game about the board game or something and like use Jumanji's power to make that crazy invention where you go into the game or something. But actually, the game itself changes so do you, do you remember this in the beginning of the movie somebody picks up a board game tosses it aside to play video games instead and then when he looks back it's a it's instead of a board game it's a video game now oh okay so it just could, it, it it changes through time basically it magically transforms that was like a really cool uh it, it, it made like it adds to like the mysticalness of the jumanji board game yeah that's true like it's like this entity that's alive and like transforms and changes over time yeah yeah that... 
Which then made me upset at the end of that movie. Because at the end of the movie, they, they break the game. Spoiler, I guess. Wait, how is there Jumanji 2 then? Well, in Jumanji 2... Whoa, 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 wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> no, no, spo- no spoilers. It's like in the very beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. One of, the, one of them, is, it shows that one of them went back and like tried to reassemble the broken pieces. Why would they do that? It's a complicated plot reason. Okay. Because I need a second movie. <laughs> but it, I know it, it bothered me that you could break Jumanji. Yeah, it shouldn't be able to be... Because remember, I remember in the first Jumanji, like the Robin Williams one, they tried so hard. But wait, for now, can we just... Okay, Jumanji 1 is the original. Jumanji 2 is the rock, first rock one. Jumanji 3 is the second rock one. It's set rules now. So in um, Jumanji 1... Okay, sure. I'm not sure how... Okay, so in Jumanji 1 with Robin Williams... Uh, again, in that one they tried so hard, like they showed in the movie that they tried so hard to get rid of the game. I'm pretty sure someone tried to like destroy it, but they weren't able to. They buried it, they threw it in the ocean, they did all these kind of things, but it never got destroyed. But you're telling me these like hack, like ragtag teams of high school kids were able to just like, you know, just smack it and break it, like please. Yeah, they smashed the game console and that's it. Like it's just a regular piece of equipment, like electronic equipment. Yeah, shake my head, dude. It's not supposed to be like that. Yeah. Like, the board game that Jumanji was made in, it was also just made out of wood. Yeah. Of course, it's easy to break, but it wasn't able to be broken. Yeah, they show, like, in the movie begins with somebody burying it in a field. Exactly. I assume because they couldn't break it otherwise. Why would you go straight to burying it, you know? Yeah. Why wouldn't your first thing be burn it? Yeah, I'm sure they did try to do that, but it didn't. It never worked out. Or it could be that the board game Jumanji had kind of, like, a mind of its own, and it was able to, like... uh Mentally influence those people? Yeah, so like it's like remember they showed like scenes where it's like oh it's about to get destroyed but it never gets destroyed, right? It's like it gets moved from place to place or something. Yeah, in the end of the first one, they throw it into a river, and it just ends up on a beach completely unharmed, no water damage or anything. Exactly, exactly. So I thought it was really cool that added to that that mystery aspect of the game. But over here, I mean, come on, bro. See, I was willing to accept that it broke, because I I thought that when the second movie starts, someone would just find it perfectly intact again. Oh, okay. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Was that somebody would just come up, like the, one of the main characters might go back, like he did in the, like he does in the actual movie. He goes back and gets it, but goes back to find that it's perfectly unharmed magically. I thought that would be more of a Jumanji experience. Yeah, that would have been really cool. I was like, whoa, where did this game come from? And it's still making that tuck, tuck, tuck kind of noise. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice tangent about Jumanji that I had to get off my chest because I watched those movies recently. Yeah, and it's interesting that you mentioned spoilers. Uh, because this is like a very, like, hot topic everywhere. What is a spoiler? And like, how far, how long does a spoiler last? What is the statute of limitations for a spoiler? Ah, oh, I see, I see. I can see how that, uh, that was a good segue. I totally understand <laughs> that. Totally. Exactly. Genius. Genius. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'll give I'll give you I'll give you a quick example. All right, a very classic example, and by classic I mean very modern. And that example was when the Avengers first came out, uh, or the Avengers, I think it was Infinity War that came out. The directors themselves like tweeted. Spoiler warning for Avengers Infinity War. All right, th- this whole section is spoiler warning, bro. Okay, but anyways, the directors tweeted out saying, "Oh, there's gonna be like five days for spoilers or something." I forgot what the number was. There's gonna be this much time set for spoilers. After that, it's all fair game. Is that is that is that is like is that really what spoilers are now? Like, can you enforce that? How do they how do they enforce that? Of course, it's not in, of course it's not enforceable. It's just a lot of people agreed with. It was like a respect kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 
like we are respectful to the creators of the show or the creators of the movie that they wish for us not to spoil it that we shouldn't spoil it sure sure we'll go with that okay but so that begs the question right like um should first of all what is a spoiler i think anything could be a spoiler if you care enough about something like if you're reading a math textbook <laughs> is it like oh calculus coming up spoiler alert it's gonna be really hard <laughs> i guess spoilers have to be retained to the world of fiction okay okay that makes sense a good start because like i remember when the there was like this show calling oj versus the people or something there was a, some kind of documentary series about the oj trials orange juice yeah yeah that's the guy and uh, i remember my teacher made a joke because he was talking about it in some of the students were talking about it in class he made a joke oh wait wait i haven't watched the latest episode don't spoil it i want to know if he gets a, if he gets acquitted or not as like a joke because like we all know he got acquitted at the end yeah it's like it's on like it's on it's everywhere it's history it's, yeah, it's, it's history. a thing that happened exactly but like uh, so he always went that as a joke because most people agree that non-fiction can't be spoiled yeah I mean, it's history it's not really but i could imagine somebody going who may not have cause like i learned about oj way after it happened because it happened way before i was smart enough to i don't was it before i was even born maybe yeah same but definitely before i was sick i when it happened i definitely wasn't cognizant enough to understand what was going on and i learned about it later on in life so somebody could have that could have been someone's introduction into the oj trials was that documentary series and to them it might feel like fiction because they never knew about this this is the first time learning about it and they might get spoiled if someone told him oh by the way he gets a quit at the end if he doesn't know that while watching this documentary series that that's true but i think the word spoil or spoiler it kind of implies that if you didn't know this like you would spoil some kind of experience you know like oh you're reading a text you're not a text but if you're reading like a fictional book like harry potter for instance you don't know uh, by the way everything's spoiler here but you don't know what's going to happen because let me let's say you're on the first book you have no idea you never watched any of the movies you don't know any of the references nothing if someone tells you later on that oh harry is actually a horcrux i mean that's a big spoiler that you didn't well you don't even know what a horcrux is but that's a big spoiler for you so that might spoil your experience because when you get to that portion when they're discovering the stuff and it's a huge reveal kind of a twist kind of thing all of a sudden they're like wow i kind of already knew this it's kind of a, kind of lame now it kind of spoils your experience but for history uh and textbooks is it really spoiling your experience to know what already happened like in, in that kind of sense i guess it might be if you're looking at the thing as entertainment then yeah it'll spoil your entertainment but if you're looking at it as a history book or a math textbook, then I'm not sure if that should be count, counted as a spoiler. Yeah, it's, a, it's, very, it's very nuanced. Because I feel like you can't... It goes back to like a point we discussed already. We already discussed in like our short number of podcasts. <laughs> it's like definitions get really fuzzy very fast. Oh, when you yeah. try to like get near the edges of them. 100%. And I still think that, yeah, that you someone could have... I still agree that someone could have spoiled the oj documentary even though it's history somebody could have spoiled that for somebody who didn't know about it and this is their first time experiencing it and they're experiencing it through an entertaining format they aren't reading like a textbook they're, re- they're watching a documentary series which is obviously edited to be entertaining yeah yeah i assume the documentary the documentary doesn't start with he gets acquitted by the way i assume they play the documentary as if it's a mystery as if you don't know already know yeah exactly and it's played to be like oh you know you're, you're basically like you're following the progress like you don't know what detectives don't know you don't know what they don't know and then as time goes on you're learning new stuff kind of feels like you're in that moment so i can i can imagine that in that case but here's another question so spoilers we, uh, we agree that spoilers can perhaps spoil 
your kind of entertainment experience. Uh, experience. That's a good word. But should there be a limit to how long that spoiler warning kind of lasts? For instance, I just said a spoiler warning about Harry Potter. But Harry Potter's been out for like so long now. The movies have already been done. Um, it's pretty much done. So should I still say a spoiler warning? Yeah. I mean, back in, like, I think, episode zero, we were talking about The Phantom Menace. I started with episode one. And we jokingly said spoiler warning for a movie that came out in 1999. Because we all kind of knew there's no need for this. It's art. It's meaningless. It's just a joke. Yeah. But then it's like, I, I've always st- stood by that you really can't put spoil. There's no real limit to spoilers. I've always stood by like, if you're going to spoil something, give a spoiler warning, no matter how old the content is. Because content is like eternal. A piece of fiction lasts forever, unless somehow it's lost. But for the most part, content lasts forever. And somebody could be born way afterwards and go back and experience that same content. And thus have it spoiled if you ruin it. You can spoil it for them. That's true. But then you live in a society where you can't really talk about anything without saying, Oh, uh, spoiler warning. Wait, how old are you? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Spoiler warning for you. How old are you? No, no, no. You're okay. Well, no. I feel like like it's not that hard to do. Just when you're talking to someone, be like, Oh, have you watched X? And if they say they haven't, or do you want then warn them like I'm gonna talk about the ending? You okay with that? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure most people do that. But this is that's that's okay with when you're talking with friends and stuff. But if you're like, for instance, you just watched the latest Avengers movie and you want to tweet about it, you're like, oh wow, this is so cool. I didn't expect this to happen, or it's so crazy how Tony Stark, you know, ate Wolverine, whatever the details <laughs> might be. So you want to tweet that stuff, or you wanna, you know, we want to put that online somewhere. But then the creators themselves say, oh, you know, chill out, chill out, maybe wait for five days. But you're like, nah, I don't want to. Of course, it's not enforceable by their end, um, and you don't have to respect them. You could if you want to, but you don't have to. So in that case, it's kind of like you're not you're not looking at everyone's age in your in your in your in your feed, or your friends list or your followers. Mm-hmm. You're just pasting that online. So is, is it like, is that okay? Like, do you have to? For instance, okay, you gave another reason. We said spoilers should be always like you should always say a spoiler warning, kind of. Um, but in the Avengers, they say wait five days, and after that, you're good to go. So is that okay now? Like now, all of a sudden, every it doesn't matter if anyone spoils it for someone because the creator said it's okay. Yeah, I guess it it really actually depends on how big of a social current thing it is. I feel like when Infinity War came out or when Endgame came out, and there was that that period where you couldn't talk about it, and that period ended. I think it's on the person who hasn't watched it yet to avoid those things. That's on them. Like, on the non-viewer to watch out for spoilers. Like, sometimes it's kind of impossible. Like, if you go on the internet, when Avengers was out, it was, it was like, everywhere. There was memes about it. See, the thing is, I had a spoiler for me, for instance. Okay, I'll, I'll say that. I didn't watch it right when it came out. I had no idea, but... What, what got spoiled? The, uh, the snap and then the whole, uh, the gauntlet. Which, which movie? Which movie? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Infinity War. Like, at the end where they got dusted, right? Okay, okay. So, you got the dusted spoiled to you. Yeah, a bunch of dusted spoiled. So, I already knew this was going to happen. Because I've seen all these memes and stuff, right? Because it's like everywhere on the internet. Like if if you go on the internet, that was a meme. Even I kind of got that spoiled. I got it spoiled because I saw the meme, but I actually had no idea what it was referring to. I didn't even know it was Infinity War until after I watched Infinity War. Oh, okay. And the quote was always there, Mister Stark. I don't feel too good, or it's so good, whatever. And so yeah, so it was really popular. But of course, if you're not looking at that kind of stuff, you won't be spoiled by it. But it's kind of hard to avoid that stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like with I feel like Infinity War, it was just like. The, the, the day it premiered, the meme showed up. There was like no... Oh, yeah, probably. None. Endgame, there was. The freaking Sonic movie, there was. Did you know Tails is at the end of the Sonic movie? No. That Tails shows up. 
I feel like I feel like someone should have at some point tweeted about that, but it did take a while. They waited, and I didn't know until I I, I went and watched Sonic the Hedgehog in theaters, and I saw the after credit scene and Tails shows up, and I was like, how did I not hear about this? I was like genuinely blown away that I, nobody had told me that Tails shows up in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie because like somebody somewhere would have said it. It's because that movie is like no offense, it's not as famous as Avengers and stuff. Like I'm sure a lot of people watched it for sure, but not that many people that uh. And the people cared enough to be like, oh, Tails showed up. It's like, whoa, amazing. I mean, all right, Tails showed up, big deal, you know? I was just still so surprised that no one mentioned it. That's the thing is, like, I, I watched, like, some content about the movie because I was interested to see, like, how the movie did because, you know, it had that rough start with, like, the design, the character designs. And then it, it came out, like, I heard, like, relatively positive reception. So I watched some, like, because I'm not a huge Sonic fan. And I wasn't really looking forward to this movie. So if I got something spoiled for me in this movie, I really wouldn't have cared. Right? If someone had told me, oh, here's how the movie ends, I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's a Sonic movie. I probably could have guessed that was going to happen. But even after watching all that content, I was still surprised to see Tails at the end because nobody mentioned Tails at the end. Right. That gives me a, that, That's another question here. Like, if you if you had a show, for instance, like The Avengers was coming out or your favorite series had, a, had the next episode coming out next week or something, would you actively avoid the internet or, like, the, the, the stuff that's pertaining to that, you know, that, that subject or that, that show? Um, because you know that it might be spoilers before you will actually get to watch it. I, I, I 100% would. So you would, you would, okay. I used to do that. I would have, like, certain tags, uh, like, blocked on websites if I knew, like, an episode of something came out before I got to watch it. Most of the time, I just watch it as soon as I can anyway, so it wasn't really a problem. But every once in a while, I would, I, I used to do that, yeah. Wow, that's, that's, I kind of, I kind of did that, but not that much, you know? Like, uh, for instance, sometimes when I watch, like, anime, and, you know, anime has, like, a lot of them are weekly, right? So there'll be like there'll be like an episode that comes out, and I'll be like, uh, I don't, I don't feel like watching it right now. But I'll see the memes and stuff about it, and I'll be like, okay, interesting, interesting. But at the same time, it's not so important to me that I'll be like, oh, gotta gotta avoid this, gotta make sure um my mind is clean. Mm, not a big deal. That's true. It's true. But it really, like you said, it really does depend on the show. If I really care about the show, if it was a really good show and I just couldn't watch it, then maybe I would avoid it. Oh yeah, how? Angry do you get with spoilers? Uh, the spoilers bother you? You mean if someone spoils something for me? Does it bother Yeah. Me? Oh, that's a great question. I guess it gives me like a little bit of a, dang, why'd you tell me? I'm annoyed. And then for like two seconds, and after that, I get over it. It's like an immediate like shock, followed by, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, I wish I didn't know that, but it, it happened. Can't take it back now, and I, I know it. Unless I try to forget it. It's like, oh, I, I know it. Then like I wait like years. It's gone from my mind. <laughs> Watch the show, and now it's good to go. <laughs> That's interesting. Where you go about that? <laughs> Didn't sound the most healthiest approach, but okay. No, no, no. It doesn't happen on purpose. It's oh, just... it's just like you, you used time this because you took so long to watch you you forgot the spoiler. Exactly, exactly. For instance, I mean, uh, you've watched One Piece or you've read One Piece. I've watched One Piece and sort of read it. Um, but there is, but it was spoiled. This thing was spoiled to me like way before I even got to this section. Um, for instance, it was. Uh, I'll just give you a quick synopsis. But basically, there's a guy named Luffy. He has a brother named Ace. And the scene that was spoiled for me was Ace dies trying to save Luffy. Okay, that's the basic nutshell. I saw that scene and I saw the people crying and I was like, oh, it's kind of sad. But I had no idea who Ace was. I was like, what? It's not a big deal. And when the show first started, I was like, okay, I haven't seen that guy yet. Da, 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 da. It's going good, going good. Then I saw the guy, and I was like, wait, he's supposed to be Luffy's brother? Damn, it's going to suck, because I already knew what was going to happen. Then when that scene actually happened, it didn't hit me 
Um, well, first of all, I didn't like Ace, but it didn't hit me as much uh, as when if, if I would if I would watched it, you know, uh, normally. Same thing here. I, I had I had that character's death spoiled to me. Just I say spoil. I don't know if it counts. As, does it count as spoiler if I wasn't originally into the show and then I got into the show afterwards? Like that's kind of is that a spoiler? Yeah, that's uh. I guess you knew what happened, but it wasn't spoiled for you, maybe. Yeah, like I I I I saw that clip years before I actually started or even cared about One Piece. So is that a spoiler? I don't know, but I knew about the character's death, but I was still surprised when it happened. Cause I didn't I didn't expect it to happen when it did. Oh okay. I thought I, I would have seen it coming, but when he, when the character finally does bite the dust, I was like, oh, this is it. This is happening now. Is this it? <laughs> Yeah, and another another thing to realize is the show specifically. No one really dies in the show. Um, like they they look like they died, but then they'll come back. So then, like, oh, that's such a thing in One Piece. So many times a character dies on screen, and then like later or at the end of the end of like the season or whatever, they show up all bandaged up, like, hey, they're fine. Exactly. So people when when it happened to Ace, people were like, wait, is he alive? Is he still alive? Is he is he? But then they're like, no, 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 he's dead. He's dead, dead. They had a they had a funeral. He's dead. So what is if you if you had like put a timeline on spoilers? What, what was your personal timeline on spoilers? How long after a thing? Ah, uh, such a good such a good question. Such a great such a great question that I don't know the answer to. But it's something it will it will be something like this, okay? For instance, if it was something that I wanted to read or watch, but I just didn't have the time right now, then I would say the spoiler warning would be until I watched it and read it. So there's like no spoilers allowed. So you're saying when do you want it spoiled for you? Um, when I'd be okay with it being spoiled for me. Okay, I'm saying when is it okay? When do you feel like it's okay for you to say it to somebody else? So, are you saying like that person hasn't actually watched the show yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just wouldn't, right? I feel like you just wouldn't. That's my approach. Well, what I all I do is I'd ask them if they cared enough if I spoiled it. Okay. Time. Um, and a lot of people sometimes they care, sometimes they don't care. For instance, like I'd ask you, uh, do you care if I spoiled something about Naruto? I mean, who cares, right? <laughs> well, it's been like a long time, so um, and I'm sure you've already read it, right? So it's not like a big spoiler, but even if you don't remember, so I tell you something, and it's like okay, big deal. But if it was something that, you, that I asked you, like, oh, do you want me to spoil? Insert your favorite show here. They'd be like, nah, of course not. Then I'd be like, all right, I'll chill. So it's, I'd, I'd have to ask the other person. But if I was tweeting this, okay, tweets. I will. I don't care at all. So it'd be like. I just I just watched the newest episode of the newest whatever. I'm merely tweeting it. I don't care. Doesn't matter. There's no spoilers. Ooh. I wouldn't I wouldn't even write a spoiler warning unless people were like, "Yo, put the spoiler warning down." I mean, even then, if I wouldn't. But I'm just saying. Does Does Twitter have like a spoiler system built in? Dude, I don't. Cause I know Reddit has a Reddit has a thing where you can mark something as a spoiler, and it it it'll be censored unless you click on it to see where it is. Yeah, yeah. So you can see the post. You can see it's a spoiler. It's been tagged a spoiler. And you can't make out where it is until you click on it, and then it's up, you know, you just click on it, that's on you. Right, right. I'm not. I don't know Twitter enough to to, to answer that. But only for Reddit is, do they still give you the title though, even if it's a spoiler warning? They do. So it's kind of like, problem. yeah, kind of like, all right, that's nice. But if the title's like, oh, did you see what happened? No, the title be like, rest in peace, so and so, and then the, the image is blurred. Like, okay, thanks. I I landed to the image of the guy dead. I know who died now. Yeah. So, but it's nice to even have a little bit of that spoiler thing in general but yeah, if i'm tweeting it if i'm putting it on a subreddit if i'm putting it on facebook on youtube blah 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 any social media i really don't care that's up to the other person to be like dang shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't i follow him <laughs> no, no i'm kidding <laughs> see with me i don't really use social media much so like it's hard for me to say what i would do if i did but odds are i probably would put it like in the first couple sentences it'd be like 
uh, spoiler for Blink. And then I'd write the thing. Yeah, I guess, okay, you know what? To be honest, I think you're kind of right here. If the show is really popular or the series is really popular right now, then I, I guess I would say, uh, spoiler warning really quickly. But if it was like, if it's not such an old, like if it's an older show, like Naruto's kind of old, right? And then I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, oh, spoiler warning for this part of Naruto. I wouldn't say that because the show is over. So I guess, for, I guess this is what I'm saying. In social media, if the show or series is done, I don't feel bad about not putting a spoiler warning. But if the show is ongoing right now and it's very popular, then I would feel a little bit of hesitation that maybe I should put a warning there. I see, I see. So what, what would you do? Something similar to that? Probably something great similar. In person, I'd ask the person. If they're not okay with me saying it, I just wouldn't say it. If they are okay, I'd say it. Uh, online, if it's recent or if it's like... It doesn't have to be recent. If it's, just, if it's just very popular at the moment, people are you know just recently getting into it, then I probably would put the warning. Honestly, I think I'd put the warning no matter what. Even if oh, it's like super okay. old. If it was like... Citizen Kane was I'd be like spoiler warning for Citizen Kane. Okay, I don't know. Those part is blank. Citizen Kane's a very very old movie, don't you know? Very okay. very old. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. So you you put a spoiler warning for stuff like, uh, like Star Wars even. The, yeah, like the original Star Wars. I put I put I'd be like, uh, I probably I probably put a shorthand. I don't know how I'd put a shorthand for Star Wars, but I probably like, try to I probably try to shorten it down to something. But it would be like. Spoiler, Star Wars. And actually, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. No, I don't know if I would. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like the original Star Wars, like A New Hope. Probably not. Yes. And I guess I just wouldn't. So you can see, this is, this is a difficult question to answer. Yeah, I guess I would I said yes to Citizen Kane just because nobody knows what Citizen Kane is anymore. <laughs> so it's not as known. But since Star Wars is so well known, maybe I just I would just drop the spoiler warning. But once again, I don't use social media, so like this would ne- this is a situation that would never occur to me in reality, anyways. Right for now, for now. Shit, shit, Hans. For now. Yeah, for now. Um, but okay, here's another question though, which I really hated when I was in school. Okay. Um, you you have you have book reports. You know, you you have to present a book report or like a book, right, to the class. And oh, lo and behold, you're reading a book, maybe called The Maze Runner or something, and the classmate next to you has, is doing it on The Maze Runner. It's clearly a spoiler for you. They'll tell you what happened in the in in the book. They have to. That's the that's the job of the time. And you can't just leave the class. I mean, you can't really. Yo, teach. I gotta head out. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of times I had teachers like some kids would be like, "Oh, I don't want this to be spoiled to me," and the teacher would just say, "Too bad." Like they literally would just say, "Too bad." Like you have to be yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't let you leave because you kind of have to listen. So and you have to like you know sometimes you have to do assessments on their book reports, right? So I'm not saying the maze didn't happen because I haven't read that yet. But this happened to me in other series, and it was just I felt like. There's, there's something wrong here. There's something going wrong here. That's true. I guess I never thought about that. Like, if someone spoils, like if someone talks about the original version or something, can that that can spoil the adaptation that you're interested in too, right? Uh, can you give an example of that? Like, like One Piece. If I mention something from the latest chapter of One Piece that obviously hasn't been animated yet, a, a spo- what might not be a spoiler for manga readers might be a spoiler for anime watchers. Oh, 100%. Actually, um, there's a rule for One Piece, which is like, if it's n- if it's not animated yet, it's considered a spoiler. But if it's already animated, then it's no longer a spoiler. You don't have to put a spoiler warning. That's just kind of like a rule that a lot of people follow on Reddit, Twitter, maybe. So, yeah. But, yeah, again, like like you said, um, that would feel really weird. That would feel weird. Uh, I would consider that to be a spoiler for sure. All right. And like, just to, the one last thing for the spoiler thing. Because I, I, I don't know how this is a debate. I really hope you agree with me on this. That's not a debate. Oh, okay. If somebody makes a guess 
and that guess turns out to be true. That is not a spoiler, right? Okay, how do they phrase that guess? Like, are they saying, oh, in Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man will get dusted at 2.43 uh, in the movie? Like, like, like when like after Infinity War came out, and people started making theories about what would happen. Just theories, the kind of vaguest theories about like, oh, this person will try to do X, or this person will do Y, or try to do Y. And those things turn out to be true. Those aren't spoilers, right? Like if no, someone of course gets, not. Oh, of course not. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's just that's just theories and what people hypothesize, you know? Yeah, because like some people are like, oh, if someone guessed that, spoiler, spoiler warning for Endgame, that Iron Man dies at the end. If someone guessed that, oh, Iron Man's probably going to die at the end. And a cap- a lot a, 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 was like either Iron Man or Captain America or both would die at the end. And one of those turned out to be true. That's not a spoiler. But that's like, no, it kind of spoils it if you, like, go in expecting one of them to die. It's like, what are you talking about? Dude, it's like, it's kind of like thinking that this is part of a series. You can't just, you can't just be like, okay, I'm going to ignore everything that happened in the last thing. I'm going to go in there with a clean state of mind and, whoa, shocking that this happened. No, you kind of know that through progression. But, you know, there's a little difference, though, because when I was watching Infinity War, it never, never gave me the claim that any one of these characters would die. Like, actually die, die. But I remember seeing online where they're like, oh, these people's contracts are expiring or something and yada, yada, yada. I think that's a little, you're going a little too much into it now. Because if you're looking at the contracts and if you're looking at these kind of things and then from that you're extrapolating that, oh, they're probably going to die. That's kind of treading into spoiler territory now. But here's... Well, a, here's you consider that okay. I, I would, I would, I would, yeah. Because it's like, you know, you're, there's some actual data behind you now, you know? Stuff that you couldn't get from just the movies, you're going outside the movies to... It's like it's like calling your producer of Avengers and saying, "Yo, uh, does this happen?" They're like, "Yes." You have kind of you have some kind of evidence now. I don't want to go that far. I don't want to go that far. I feel like it's still speculation because contracts can be renewed. It is no, it is it is speculation. I'm I'm not considering it a spoiler, but I'm considering it as I'm saying speculation can't be a spoiler. I'm saying I'm saying it can't. But when you're getting like away from the actual fiction and you're going to the real world to get data. To speculate stuff, that's it's still not a spoiler, of course, but it's like you're it's there's there's some there's something wrong here. That's all I'm saying. There's there's something here. There's okay, something okay. going wrong. Like I said, it's it's theorizing, but it's using out of world uh, data points, like something that the something that the characters in the in the content wouldn't know. We have to go outside the content to how the content is being produced and all that stuff. That's too much. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a little. I'm not. Sh- I'm still not saying that's a spoiler because it's still uh, it's still what is the word? Uh, speculation. S- speculation. Thank you. It's still speculation, but it's it's just towing the edge somewhere. Leaks are spoilers, though, right? You consider a leak a spoiler. Okay, that that okay. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, if it's a leak, but you have to get it verified that it is a leak, right? Because it, someone could just make a fake leak, for instance. But here's something else. Sometimes people will say like, "Oh, so and so will happen," and it turns out to be true. Okay, good theory. Then another thing will happen. So and so will happen. Oh, it also turned out to be true. So people start following these specific people that have get they're getting a lot of hits on their like correct their accuracy. So are they insider information? Is that are they actually guessing it? It's kind of difficult to know that too, you know. That happens a lot in games, by the way, where they're like, "Oh, this this champion is coming out for this game. It's gonna have this ability." How do they know that? They looked at the leaks. So somehow someone knew that. How do they know that? They're probably working in the company or somewhere in the company. Interesting, interesting. I do remember like it was I think it was Smash Brothers. I forget which one, but when when Smash Brothers was coming out, 
Some people thought it was spoilers to know what characters were going to be added before the game came out. They wanted it to be like a blind. They wanted to go in blind and not know what characters are in there until they unlock them, until they show up on the menu. Oh, bro, please, no. no, no. If you don't want to know, if you don't want to know that, just don't follow any of the news or anything, right? That You can avoid that. Yeah, but apparently, like, some people were complaining that, oh, I want to know about the new mechanics in the game, but I don't want to know about the new characters. I want it to be, like, separated. separated. It's like, that's not going to happen. How is that even possible? They want to show, like, like a dummy bot or something doing the, the special moves that clearly look like it's, like, from... Well, like, like, there, there's some mechanics that are universal. Like, the way, the controls, the controls of the game might change. Oh, okay, okay. And, like, and like Super, Smash Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, they added, like, air dodging, which is a new thing that all the characters can do now. And like maybe, I assume they wanted that information, but without knowing who was in the game. But it's like, nah, it's overreaching. Or why don't they just, like, aren't some characters, like, really obviously going to be added? Like, Mario, probably, right? There's, like, it's, like... I think this is referring more to, like, the new characters that were just coming out. Like, recently, Minecraft Steve showed up. Whoa, like, spoiler. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're, you're right, Hamza, I'm sorry. Yeah, Steve, that's pretty crazy. Pretty high. That was crazy. That came out of left field. They didn't expect that to come. Mm-hmm. Steve and you can get you can play as Alex and Enderman, so it's really nice too. Yeah, this they clearly at least cared about the source material. Yeah, that's true. Although people people joke about the Enderman being like really short compared to the that's just even funny. even the Sakura, uh, Masahiro Sakurai, the guy like the creator of Super Smash Brothers and the director, he even jokes that it's it's more of a Enderman skin. Oh right, right, right. Although yeah, because it is a legit skin. It's actually a skin for the character. They couldn't make yeah. them bigger because that would change the hitboxes and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I think it's like a good place to stop. We didn't just, we actually didn't discuss that much as I thought we would. We got really, really in depth in some of these things, which is also kind of cool. Beautiful. So, I'll see you guys next time. Anything you want to say to the audience, Hamza? Yeah, uh, make sure to always wear your seatbelts and don't drink and drive. And yeah, don't, don't do, don't do drugs. Go to school. <laughs> or do, we don't care. Just keep watching. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 don't, don't, don't do them. Don't do them. Don't listen to this guy.